0: Thank you for joining us for part two of this series, The Battle of the Mind. In this episode, we continue discussing the tug of war that the child of God faces and how we should immediately call on the Lord when the mind is being overwhelmed. You see, the mind is constantly processing things and all those things don't always line up with the word or the will of God. So we have to remove those things that are ungodly. And before concluding, we even touch on the importance of being careful to not linger on those ungodly things that come to our mind. Join us as we dive into part two of The Battle of the Mind.
1: can't do this on my own. Right. Or just start praying. Or sometimes if you just call the name Jesus. yeah.
2: Because, because how do you win if you think about it. If you're in a battle and you're battling one another the only time you're victorious in the battle the only time you move forward in the battle is when you're being victorious in the battle. You're winning. If you was in a race and you was running, okay, and you had three opponents with you that you was running against, as long as you stayed beside those opponents, you're not gonna win. Somebody has to pull off, move ahead mm-hmm. in order to be the victor. But as long as you're beside each other, you're
1: just running exactly. you run together. Exactly, you're
2: running That You're not going to win. You can't win that way. So somebody has to do more, have to speed up in order to be the winner. So in the case of the little devil on the left
1: and angel on the right. Mm -hmm. The devil should never win. Should
2: never win. Why? Because when you think about the angel on the right, he's on the right because he's always right. Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But here's here's something else. Go ahead, people.
2: Now, in the case of God, we know we got the victory in him. Why? Because he's already won.
1: But here's here's something else, too, we got to start thinking about. When we go with the devil on the left, we miss pleasing God It's true. and maybe some type of blessing from God. You don't obey God for blessings because every day is a blessing. Right. But the Bible does say, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desire. It's not his desire that we give in right. to, to the flesh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But when we give in to the flesh, mm-hmm. when we listen to that proverbial little red devil, the joke over here on the mail, there are consequences also. That. Yeah. that you're going to have to pay because you 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 lost the battle. It's true. Now we all going to lose some battles, but like you said, ultimately we win the war. Yeah. But what we ought to try to do is keep winning as many battles as we can. It's true. Because with each battle that you
2: lose, uh, if if we put it in the context of sin, whenever you sin, there's always some type of consequences for you. And some consequences, uh, God can forgive us. Put it like this. God forgives us for all sin. Okay? Uh, Except, you know, the Bible talks about the sin of blasphemy. Right. right Uh, But he forgives us for our sins, but there are always consequences to the sin. Uh, if we go out of here and we become what we call uh, uh, just messing around, and you know, with uh, different
1: women or women mess around with different men, uh,
2: forgot the word what we call that—promiscuous. Uh, uh, promiscuous. There we go. Yeah when we're promiscuous and we go out here and, and we're we are living that lifestyle well we're basically playing Russian roulette that's what we're playing because if you went out here and you actually picked up a STD sexually transmitted disease uh, from being so promiscuous well God would forgive you for being promiscuous but that sexually transmitted disease—if he doesn't heal you from that—that sexually transmitted disease can take you to your grave. If you go out here and uh, and you're being promiscuous and you start having children from those relationships, well, uh, you might be paying child support for the rest of your life, or for a while. Yeah, because of what you've done. In your promiscuous uh, lifestyle, and so he forgives you for the promiscuous type of living, but the consequences from that are could be devastating. You know,
1: my mind often gives me some good ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, but my mind. Also bring some stuff in my brain or in my that I don't need to think about it's true. that I can sometime legal. We got to learn how to quickly remove stuff. And see, some people won't be honest like we do No. Some some people think they got it all together. Yeah. Yeah. Some people I don't think dirty things. I don't right? I don't cuss people out in my mind, yes you do. Right. That person that cut you off driving and cussed them out, you probably don't do it in the mind, you probably do it out of loud. That yeah, came through the mind, ran that to the heart. <laughs> exactly, And
2: nobody knows about
1: it again. You were in the law, because y'all know he was in the coverage. <laughs> but the, prop, the, the reason there's the battle with the mind, one, is ultimately, But secondly, the reason that that my, that battle continues is because one, we continue to perpetuate that 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 that, that bad thinking, or what someone called that stinking thinking. Kind of yeah. If we would learn how to quickly gather that and say, "Lord, forgive me, never you a some people go to line and been doing all that stuff. They got to do Bible says, submit to God. Right. Resist the devil and he'll run. It's true. It's true. So if I just gather my mind, if I, ooh, something just hit me. I think it's Philippians 4 and 8. But Paul told us what to think about, what to think on. Right. Right. It's true we Change the narrative in our mind, if we change what we're thinking about, if we, if we grab a hold of some of the stuff that comes to our mind, we wouldn't have the problems in our mind that we do. It's true. But Paul said, He said, He told us to think on these things. That's what he said. Find my brother. What's Whatsoever things? Yep. Finally, my brother,
2: Paul says in uh, Philippians 4 and 8, Mm -hmm. he says, uh, basically talking about meditating on these things, Mm -hmm. he says, Finally, my brother, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, and whatever things are lovely,
1: and whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, Meditate on these things. So, when I'm struggling, we get ready to wrap this up. When I'm struggling with the things in my mind, I'm not thinking on things that are good. It's true. It's true. You know why sometimes we think about the stuff in our mind that ain't good? Because we enjoy the thought of it. That's true. Or we enjoy the memory Now, that gonna come some things back to our minds that hurt us. Loss of a loved one, right. loss of possession, loss of a job. Some things can hurt and they'll play in your mind. All that stuff, some of it can be just natural. Right. Because we were talking about forgetting. And forgiving the last time we talked, mm-hmm. things are gonna come into mind. Yeah. yeah. What you do with those things is left up to you. That's what makes difference, right? Yeah. How long you allow those things to saturate in your mind? Now, different things—things things are different based upon what it is. Like, if you've been hurt by somebody, you constantly replay that in your mind, you won't heal from that because you continue to feed the hurt that hurt you. It's true. If you're grieving the loss of a loved one, I always tell people, I can't tell you how to grieve, I can't tell you how I'm going to grieve, because I know what I went through. Right. But I can tell you it will get better. It's true. And you have to ask God to help you through that grieving process. That's the only way you're gonna get through. It's true. You can talk to psychiatrists; they can tell you stuff. You can talk to whoever else is licensed, psychologists. You can talk to pastors. You can talk to spiritual advisors. But truthfully, God is the one that will bring you through that. And if it's helping you, it's a God working
2: through those, those individuals. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Even family members that sometimes will tell you what one has to do. And it's not easy all the time. Oh, I agree. To grab hold of the mind. Yeah. Because sometimes this joker is constantly racing. Right. It's constantly running. Yeah. <laughs> you have 5,100 things going through your mind. It's true. Then all of a sudden one thing can pop up and just miss you. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's
2: amazing how even when you begin to pray. Oh, God. How stuff that comes through your mind has nothing to do with your prayer life at all. It just comes like, why am I thinking about that? Why I'm doing this right now? Where did that come from? You know, just out of the blue, thought hits your mind. Boom. And you're trying to figure out where did that come from? If if you ever want to know who's winning the battle of your mind, mm-hmm. Paul said, "There's a way that you can know that." What Paul said? Well, I tell you exactly what Paul said. I ain't gonna quote nothing. I'm gonna read it. (laughs) Exactly what Paul said?
1: What
2: he say? Paul says here, and we already confirmed that we're in a battle. That these two are opposing one another. They're contrary. He says, and the reason. A simple reason uh, you have these two natures that basically just don't like each other. I mean, they, they just basically against each other. So he said, this right here, this battle will keep you from doing the things that you... See, I like that. He said, these things here, he said, it'll keep you basically from doing the things that you wish to See, your mindset for being a Christian or being a believer, and it's because some people don't get it, you know how they all really to come down to Christian, the definition of Christianity. So, so I always say Christians for the Christians, then believer. If either way, that's what you are. You're a believer. Okay? I always say we first called Christians, well, first in the Antioch. Yeah, okay. So the book of Acts talks about that. But when, when I look at this, he says that uh it keeps you from doing the things that you wish. See, you want to do the right thing. That's what you wish to do. See, the flesh wouldn't keep you from doing the works of the flesh. The flesh won't keep you from not doing the things that are sinful because that's what the flesh does. That's what it desires. Yeah. That, and and you see, he says it here. He says, this is what the flesh produces. It produces works or sin. Okay? So he names it right here. He says, uh, uh, it keeps you from doing the things that you wish, but he says, but if you are led by the Spirit, okay, which we are, he says, you are not under the law. But he says, now the works of the flesh are evident. Now remember I said before. You know how you can tell whether a person is being uh, or who's winning the battle in their life, whether the flesh is winning the battle or whether the uh, spirit is winning the
1: battle. Go ahead, sir.
2: Paul says the way you can know for sure, he says the evidence is right there, where you can see. He says because this person who is basically being led by the flesh, he said, "There's gonna be some works, some things that's gonna show up in their life. That's gonna be so evident that they can't be denied." And he say, "Those things." Now he 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 comes alongside and and now he he begins to name the things. Calls them out. Yeah, he calls them out. He names the things, and, and he give three types of sins. He have three different types of categories in them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the first one he talks about is what we call sexual sins. All right? So he's going to go over the list of sexual sins that a person, when they're not walking by the Spirit, it's going to be so evident that they're not walking by the Spirit, it's basically going to call them out and reveal it. So you'll be able to look at them and tell them who they Exactly, them. because the evidence is there.
1: So you, you can look at them what they do. not Right, exactly, and tell whether they're
2: living by or walking or who's being winning? led by the spirit or not,
1: or who's <clears> winning the battle, <throat>
2: of or who's winning the battle of the man. Exactly, who's winning the battle? <laughs> who's winning the battle of the man? So he says the works of the flesh are evident He said there are adultery, mm-hmm. fornication, mm-hmm. uncleanness, mm-hmm. lewdness. Okay, mm-hmm. and then he goes to another category which is what we call spiritual sins. Okay? So he says these spiritual sins in verse 20, uh, he says there are idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies. Okay? So he said those right there are what we call spiritual sins. Then he gets to the last category that he actually call societal sins. These are sins of society. They are actually committed sins in society. He says these sins here are what we call envy, murders, drunkenness, rivalries, and he says delight. Then he says, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God.
1: So then he flipped mm-hmm. and said, if the spirit is winning the battle, right. The fruit of the Spirit or the produce, the produce of the Spirit. For sure. Or the manifestation of the Spirit
0: is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness,
1: faith, meekness, temperance against such. There is no law. So basically we can tell who's winning the battle, who's winning the battle of the mind hmm. by the works that are manifest from a person's life.
2: up. And, and, and notice he says, you can't hide it. It's evident. It says it's evident. <laughs> <laughs> so it's,
1: you're going to be able to see and I, in your closing remarks, what would you tell somebody right now that's got a battle going on, that's really trying to live a Christian life, that the devil constantly stays on? But it won't give them no rest they may have a victory here and there then he'll come in and slap them down and stuff what do you say to that person pray and learn pray and learn
2: pray about it when you pray prayer prepares you for a battle that you know you're already in
1: you want to acknowledge to God
2: that your complete dependency is on him for winning this battle. Confession is good for the soul. It, it, it's good to confess, Lord, I know that I can't win this battle without your
1: help.
2: So I'm, I'm praying to you uh, that the Holy Spirit gives me what I need today in order to be victorious. I know it within myself, I know I can't do that. We already know because think about it. Before we got saved, if we wanted to do something right, it was a struggle for us. Hmm. Uh, if we knew there was something that we didn't want to do, it was a struggle for us. because we were still doing it anyway because that, that, that was sin and that was living according to the flesh that had power over us to make us do the wrong that sometimes that we maybe didn't want to do but we done it anyway why? because we thought about what the pleasure that we would get from it. the Bible says that there's pleasure is sin for sin And so the very things that we know we weren't supposed to do were the very things a lot of times we took pleasure in doing. And so I would say to a person that uh, prayer would be the first thing to where I have a complete dependency on the Holy Spirit to give me what I need today, which is the power and the strength. To overcome temptation that may come my way. And it's coming. Oh, yeah. It's coming all day long. I need the ability to be able to use scripture against Satan when he comes. Because that's what Christ did. Christ was victorious in the, in the, in the garden and in the, in the wilderness. When Satan came and tempted him. When he was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. Satan came and tempt Christ while he was fasting into God. And my Bible tells me the way Christ was victorious over him.
1: Put the word on
2: Yeah, But right. He didn't speak in tongues. He put the word on Yeah. He didn't sing a song.
1: He didn't... Hold on. The word used the word.
2: Yeah, the word used the
1: word. That so if the word used the word against the devil, the right. child of God would use the word. Against, against the devil. The death.
2: Right. So but that if he, you don't...
1: If you don't know the, word you, don't phrase, know the word, you can't you. use the word. But since <laughs> the word used the word against the devil, mm-hmm. that lets us know that the word works.
2: Right. And if the word had to use the word against word, then what does that say about what we need? To
1: do? We gotta definitely use the word against the devil. Exactly. And what did Christ
2: do all the time when He was here? He showed us examples of what you should do in situations.
1: So, in order, honestly and truthfully, in order to win this battle of the you said, pray and what? Pray and learn. And learn. Learn from past mistakes. Learn from past mistakes. Learn from learn from other people's mistakes. Too. Right, exactly.
2: Right. Now learn and equip yourself of things that are going to come your way throughout this Christian journey that you walk. You know, and if you don't know, like I say, the Lord know the no word. Then how can you apply
1: the word? You can't beat them if you don't know. Okay. So what I would tell somebody just right here, don't give up. Yeah, that's true. And I would also tell them be encouraged, mm-hmm. because one, there is a battle going on. Right. Because there was a time when it wasn't a battle. It's true. There was a time when you could just do this and it didn't bother you. Right. But now there's this battle. Do I do I not? Right. Yeah. Be encouraged. Yeah. Know that the devil's fighting you. It's true. He's fighting you because he can't stand you. Right. He's one of our number one haters.
2: God, you think about it. Who are you representing
1: now? What you talking
2: about? Who, who does he hate now? Who, who did he th- try to overthrow? Okay. It was God the Father, man. It, the, the supreme ruler. He's going to go up against God. And you got creation going up against the creator.
1: Which is a losing battle. Ain't no way exactly. the creation can beat the creator. True. So be encouraged, because one, you're growing, so right. right. If the devil also is fighting you, the two reasons he fighting you: one, he's mad at you. Right. See, the devil knows what heaven is all about. He knows how it looks. It's true. Knows how beautiful it is. That's right. And why he wanted to run things. But he also may be finding you because he knows destiny is on your life. right? Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you and expect an expected end. right? Every child of God has something that God wants them to accomplish. Something that God wants them to do. That's why he's given all of us some type of spiritual gift. He wouldn't give you a gift if he didn't want you to use the gift, right? So be encouraged. Don't give up. That's what I say. Also, it's true. Don't let that don't let that joker think he won, right? Cause he a lie. He don't know how to tell the truth. He does not know how to tell the truth. It's true. Truth is void of his mouth, right? Also, you just said you got to get in this world ain't no other way to beat the devil without the word of God. That's true. Man's wisdom won't do it. Your popularity won't do it. He'll let you be as popular as you want to be. And he'll let you end up with him forever. That's true.
2: Why, Why do you I'll say this right. Why do you think that we can sell out gospel programs, singing and things like that. Uh, if there's picnic going on at the church, potluck dinner, or whatever it is that's going on at the church. Uh, they have a car wash, uh, cooking out hot dogs, and all this stuff. People will come out with no promise to support it. You know, and, and that's okay, that's good I'm glad they are supporting that you know, because we, we can't doubt the fact that churches need money to function, just like any other organization you know, or, or ministry or whatever needs money to function that,
1: that's okay but
2: why is it when it comes down to studying the word of God and learning the Bible and, and learning what God has to say you know, in order for us to grow that's our spiritual food. Christians need to understand we have to have. Ain't, there, there's no, no substitute. There's no substitute for the Word of God for uh, it being our spiritual food. There's a lot of malnourished Christians. There's a lot of malnourished Christians. That's why on Wednesday night, Bible study, right. they're not there. I'm right, to preach that. Yeah. Malnourished Christians. Yeah. Preach that. Okay. But I'm, I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why we're not thirsty and hungry enough uh, maybe to where the church it, is, over, maybe over, is overrun of, on of Wednesday Maybe of what
1: Paul said. They have a form of godliness. The power is not in the singing, Right. The power is in the Word. It's true. That's something I'm going to have to contemplate, because I can't sit here and say that I have an answer for that right now. Right. That's something we'll have to delve into and try to figure out. But something's going on.
2: Something's going on when you got an opportunity to learn more, or you got an opportunity to eat spiritually. Busy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We know what that means. Busy. Yeah. Which means being
1: on the sacred Right. That's what that means. Sometimes. But, but the, the, the problem that I have mainly is the singing versus the word. Right. Now, in some churches, choirs on fire, musicians going haywire, just as soon as they get through playing, some of them get up and walk out of church or grab their cell phones and start doing this as long as they play, it. as long as they sing, it. Mm-hmm. Well, let the word go for? They sit in there unconcerned until it's time to have the close. Right. Something wrong. There it is. Something not right in the mind with that kind of mindset. Right. Oh.
2: Uh, you know what my mind just went to. Go. Back to scripture uh, 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 in Corinthians talks about the, the newborn baby desire. To yes, that's that that's that
1: word right there. That word desire, crave desire. Yeah, but people don't crave the word anymore. Right. But you know, with as much church as there has been missed, and I know f- eventually we migrated to conference call lines, Zoom ins. Facebook live and social media and those things, streaming like that. But we lost a lot of church, a lot of churches did. We lost a lot of work. That should make people hungry. Yeah. For the word. What happened? Where's the hunger? Where's the blessed of David hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be free? One thing I, I can I can
2: be truthful about there are a lot of us as Christians that are miserable right now. If you're not getting the spiritual food that you need to get, Mm -hmm. then you're miserable right now because that means that you're substituting something else in the process. If If you have a car that's a gas car, runs off of gas, and you decide to put diesel fuel in it, guess what's going to happen? It's going to be a problem. But it's going to It's not going to run right. It's not going to perform right. It's, it's, it's not going to be all that this car is supposed to be because you have the wrong thing that's in it or the wrong gas that's in it. And so it's not going to be able to produce, it's not going to be able to give you Everything that it was designed to do. Just like the
1: scripture just said, these things happen so that you can't do Do what you would. What you would, exactly. Exactly. And that's where we are today.
2: Why are Christians not doing what we're supposed to do? Depends on what's in. Mmm. That's deep right there. Depends on what's in. What are they what are they taking in? If we as Paul said, if we take in the Word of God, as we're being led by the Spirit of God, what's going to manifest itself? What's going to show up? Fruit of the Spirit going to show up. Right. Because that's the only way the Spirit can lead you. Is it all true? But it's only going to lead you into the things that produce fruit. And the Spirit does what? Produces the fruit then. You know, it. It's you know it's not the fruits, you know, plural. It's not the fruits of the spirit. It's the fruit of the spirit. These are like attributes of one fruit. You got this one fruit that contains all this love, joy, peace, you know. And 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 and, and uh, when you look at all of this, it's gonna show up. It can't help but to show up. You know, fruit. Whatever. What tree you ever walked upon? That's healthy, that doesn't show the type of tr- uh, fruit that it is. If you walk upon a healthy apple tree,
1: should be some apples
2: on there. Yeah, should be apples on there. That. That's going to show up. You know, you're going to know that, oh, that's an apple tree, without a doubt. Pear should have pear tree? Yeah, you walk upon a pear tree, it's going to show up. Yeah, if it's a healthy tree, that's because the pear tree is what? It's doing what it was Design. purpose or designed to do, <laughs> it's doing what it's supposed to do. So he can't deny what it was designed to do. Why?
1: Cause the evidence is gonna show up. So put it, let's, let's, let's put the bow tie on this. thing. <laughs> we need our lives. right? But we got it. we got to protect the mind like we guard guarding Because by protecting and guarding the mind, you guard. Them. When you watch what comes into your mind, or you watch the things that you allow to get in your mind, you're actually literally safeguarding the heart. Right? Sin becomes a thought here, but it's manifested here. True. But what did Jesus say? When you look at a woman with lust in your heart, right? That look got to go through the nine times. To commit the act of lust, right, and be formulated in the heart. true. You committed the act of adultery. I like.
2: I like how he broke that down to how he he knows how he designed us, to right, right? Right. 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 The natural design, the natural desire that we have as men. Right. So he says, uh, if you look upon, them, or when you look upon. Them, correct. and you know, we always want to be correct when it comes down to scripture. Didn't say it was, nothing, it was wrong to look. We it. Like, the look go too far. Right, right. When the look turns into a lust, right. that's what makes it that's wrong. So, so, a lot of times people fall out about that couple. Dude. You know, I like looking at her. You looked at her. I'm like, well, she's a beautiful
1: woman. You know?
2: And so, you tell me I'm not supposed to as a man I'm not supposed to look
1: okay so what do I do instead you gotta be careful with that Yeah. gotta be careful how you pay attention to another one when you're with the one you're with True. that's taken as disrespect and sometimes guys do disrespect.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if they take it too far if, with the stare, when they do
1: this right here, they it with her, they all uh, that right now. When they turn back around, they meet the fat and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but this thing right here has got power behind it. Oh yeah, I agree. But you gotta be careful what you let in there. of the Negro College firm say mind is a terrible, terrible thing. thing to waste. Yeah. I say that to wicked Don't waste your mind. Let the devil get the said sometimes you can't have you won't have this book with you he says, so put this book in here that word have I here yes sir that I might not see you can Reverend John S. place Reverend G Lewis, has still portion of the ministry for such a time and says thank you for rejoining us for tonight. night. We'll see you next time. God bless you
0: something has been said to help you in this two-part series. If you're trying to live the Christian life, please know you will have this battle going on. But if you call on the name of the Lord and submit to the Spirit, you will have the victory over your mind. God bless you.